0: Today's story concerns adult subject matter for mature listeners. If that's not your cup of tea, or there are youngsters listening, please skip this one and come back for another story another time.
1: You're listening to Pride Month on the Voice of Daw. This is Rob McWolf, your fellow traveller, and today's story is the second and final part of Unmasking Pride by Tiberius Rings and Fruits, who recently published their trilogy of Simon King stories available through Barnes & Noble. Coming out to others is hard, but not complicated in and of itself. It's simply a matter of the courage to tell someone who you are. But before you can, you must first come out to yourself, which can be very complicated. If we have lived all our lives as a false persona performed for the benefit of others, then we may very well assume that person is our real self. If we have never been given the opportunity to be our real self, then how can we know who we are, much less tell anyone else? It is an Ouroboros, with no place to begin the work of untangling until something breaks it. Last time, Dallas, trying to find himself, went to meet the mysterious Richter, only to discover that the man who had been making him feel complete would not speak with someone pretending to be something they're not. Dallas, upset, confused, and hurt, reaches out to the one person he knows who may understand. Read by Kai, an orca adrift in the cosmos, please enjoy Unmasking Pride by Tiberius Rings and Fruits Part
0: 2 of 2 After a day of being hungover and crying more, I realized I couldn't just sit here. There was still no message from Richter. His profile was active, but there really wasn't any indication he had blocked me or anything. Was he giving me space? He probably thought I didn't want to see him. I was still angry at him. But everything felt off. Everything felt wrong. I could barely focus in classes and in practice, my mind wandered so much that I was missing plays that I should have been able to do in my sleep. Gerard even cornered me after practice and asked what was wrong. Mm. Nothing, I answered. Just got a lot on my mind is all. Well, put it in the locker. We have a game soon and we need you focused now. Come on. He was rightfully angry at me. I let my team down. I had done poorly and the coach had even pulled me aside to give me a tongue lashing and to make sure I was okay. I lied and said I was fine. I knew what I was missing in my days and that was the messages from Richter. I usually got them all the time or had them waiting after practice, but now... Nothing. Quiet. Empty. Lonely. I guess he didn't want to talk to me when I was wearing a mask or whatever bullshit he thought he was going on. I appreciate that he thought I was complicated like that, but I really wasn't. I knew I had to talk to someone, and I couldn't exactly talk to Gerard. As good and loyal a friend as he was, he was definitely not someone who got in touch with others' feelings, let alone his own. I knew who I had to talk to and steel myself for it. McMinn? Nye asked after practice one day. The athletic wolf was pulling on his shirt and looked at me. He blinked and then inclined his head. Dal? What's up? Not much. I cleared my throat and shuffled my feet a little. Hey, uh, do you want to, I don't know, get a bite or coffee? I could use some advice. Advice? The wolf blinked slowly at me and tilted his head. Then it seemed to dawn on him. His ears flattened. I take it you want to talk about... it... yes. No, yes, I mean, not directly... Please, I really need to talk to someone. I sounded desperate. I hope I didn't sound pathetic. McMinn frowned and then nodded, yanking his bag out of his locker. Fine, but call me Cody. I hate my last name. Deal? Do you know a quiet place where we can talk? Cody led me through campus to a library. On the first floor was a small cafe where we both got something warm and then went outside and up some stairs wrapping around the building to a small terrace with tables and umbrellas. it had a nice view of some grass and trees, but also seemed deserted. Cody sat down and grinned. This is where I come to study if I need to get out of the dorm. I've never been here, I said and sat down across from him, putting my bag in front of me on the table. It's off the beaten path, but it's nice, Cody said as he sipped his coffee. So what's on your mind? I couldn't blame Cody for looking anxious. He had probably been interrogated by a few guys since he'd come out as gay. I just, well... You won't talk to anyone about this? Not my story to tell, doll. I promise. Taking a deep breath, I asked. I was wondering, why did you come out? You could have just, you know, existed and not ruffled anyone's feathers. What made you decide to do something like that? Cody smiled and took another muzzleful of his coffee before settling it down in front of him. You ever liked something when you were a kid that your friends would probably tease you for? Like Spectral Rangers? I loved the show as a cub. I nodded. How'd it make you feel when you were excited to enjoy something but couldn't share it with people you liked? I'd be feeling like I was doing something wrong. Like I was telling a lie or a fib and just... Not being honest. Same concept, Al. Cody leaned back and looked out to the gardens below us. I could have absolutely stayed closeted. Would have been easy for everyone else. No one to worry about. No one would have questions for me. But I'd be the one suffering for it. I would have to pretend to be someone I'm not. Making up excuses about girls and dates. flirt with them when they came around. I tried having sex once with a girl and it just didn't feel right. Not the same way as with a guy. My ears turned pink at Cody being so open about talking about sex with a man. Yet I was in awe of his honesty and listened further. I didn't want to hide anymore. I didn't want to be something I'm not for other people who wouldn't care about me if the truth came out. I figured that'd be hard at first, but anyone worth their salt would still be my friends in the long run. Some guys have trouble talking to me, but most are getting used to it. Stevens even tried to hook me up with his roommate. Cody laughed. So you see, people are trying and that's what matters. So you wanted to stop, you know, wearing a mask for other people? Right? Cody nodded. It's actually a really clever way to describe it. I figured that anyone I met while hiding who I am wouldn't really know me. I didn't like the idea because it meant any friendship was tainted. So I accepted myself and decided to love myself. I mean, how could I love someone else if I can't start with me? How could I expect anyone to love me back if I'm not happy with who I am? But was it hard? Cody was starting to put the pieces together. The wolf was smart and his eyes were flicking across my face, trying to make sense of what I was talking about. Del, are you? I felt tears roll down my cheeks. I stared at Cody with a deep longing for help and understanding. couldn't finish the sentence, but I nodded my head. I put my face forward and covered it with my hand. I'm so scared, Cody. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know anything about this stuff, but I feel so much more comfortable when I'm talking to a guy. Everything just feels right. Cody frowned and watched me. He let me cry. Eventually, he came over and sat down next to me and put an arm around my shoulder. I flinched away from him, but he pulled me closer. I was bigger than him, but he just held me in a tight hug. My face was buried in his shoulder as I sobbed, using his body to muffle my cries. I could breathe in his scent. Warm and woodsy, with the faint scent of chlorine from the pool we had come from. He was strong and held me, making sure I stayed put as I let out my feelings. No one heard me. No one came to disturb us. But it was the first time I let another man see me cry since I had been a tiny cub. I don't remember how long we stayed that way. I just remember that I felt this huge weight lifted off my shoulders. My secret, whatever it was, was out. I didn't have to keep it bottled in anymore. And when I realized that I suddenly felt relieved and exhausted, but I lifted my head and looked at Cody who had nothing but concern on his face. Dal? He said softly, You poor guy. Has this been what's bothering you? I nodded, wiping my nose and trying to fix my hat that had come lopsided. Do you know if you're gay? Like for sure? I don't know, I mean, I've never done with another guy. But I've been talking to this guy on an app and he's made me feel things I'd never felt before. I actually looked up porn and I was looking at the guy more, I think I always had. But you're scared about it all, right? I nodded. It's kind of strange. People are going to say things. Cody hugged me tighter and sighed. I can't say that it'll be easy, Dal, but I know this for certain. If you aren't true to who you are, what are you to everyone else? It's your life, your wishes and dreams, and you're an awesome guy. Celebrate it. Have pride in yourself. Take that mask off and face whatever comes forward. In the end, good or bad, you'll have faced it as Dallas. I'd finally collected myself when I heard those kind, warm words. My jaw quivered and I held back tears that started to form on my eyes, holding on to Cody as tight as I could. I was shaking. No one in my life had ever told me such wonderful things. No one had told me to just be me. And that it was okay to not be the perfect athlete everyone wanted me to be. You doing okay? The wolf rubbed my back and brushed his fingers through the fur on my neck. It wasn't intimate, but comforting. He reached up and played with one of my rounded ears, letting it flutter between his fingertips. That tickles. I said as I sniffed and wiped my eyes and nose with my hand. I was trying to put myself back together, but Cody kept playing with my ear, making it flinch, drawing a laugh from me. Cody was smiling at me and letting out a slow exhale. Most guys I know who are gay or bi, or whatever else they are, they tend to know when they're young. Do you have any experience that made you question yourself? I chuckled a little bit and looked up at the darkening sky. I glanced at Cody. Why do you think I joined the water polo team? I never admitted that to anyone, not even myself. But it was true. Looking back, all those sneaked looks, those thoughts, looking up porn of species that resembled my teammates and watching the guy more than the girl. All the signs were there, but I was too afraid to confront them. If you're feeling up to it, you want to go see a movie? Cody was grinning, a small glint of hopefulness in his eyes. My treat. Yeah, that sounds good, actually. Great, I know this perfect place. I hope you don't mind historical horror. You ever hear about the demon spring-heeled Jack? Two weeks later. I needed to catch my breath. I was hot, sweaty, and feeling like all my limbs were rubbery. I could feel my body angry at me for pushing it as hard as I had. The strain I had endured. But it was for all the right reasons. Usually those moments happen in games or training. Not this time. I flopped down next to the wolf on the small dorm room bed. He was naked and handsome. His compact and swift muscles were on full display faint beads of sweat clung to the ends of his fur here and there, with a crystalline pool of liquid formed on his stomach and around his navel. He was panting, turning his head and looked at me with a tired but happy grin. Wow. I said, panting myself and pushing close to him. I didn't care I was stickier than my erection was going down after a release. I buried my nose into his neck and kissed him there, then up to his lips. Kissing a guy felt odd, but so, so right. I could feel the strength behind his kisses and it always managed to turn me on. Hell, my cock twitched just from that. That was your first time with a guy? Was it your first time ever? My bedmate asked me. I nodded, curling an arm around him and pushing close, working a leg between his own and half laying on him. Yeah, I always found ways to back out of it at parties and stuff. With girls, I mean. Nothing to apologize for, Dally. Cody teased and leaned his head over to my ear, nipping it playfully. You're a natural. Latterer. I smiled, nosing his cheek and smirking. But it always works on me. I shifted my knee a bit and felt the warm liquid on Cody's belly slowly drying. I looked down at it briefly before looking back at the wolf who had become so important to me these last few weeks. I never expected sex to be this... wet. And Sticky. Cody added. Doesn't look like that in porn, does it? I want to sleep for a few hours after that, but I also want to try it again. Cody laughed at me and kissed me gently on the lips. He sat up and when he stood, he almost fell over. He got himself and chuckled bashfully. My legs always get a little wobbly after that. You gonna be able to walk okay? I grinned, my smile saying it all. I was a proud post-virgin man. I was rewarded with a tug to my tail and a playful slap to my ass. If you want to make me walk funny, we're going to have to work on your technique, Cody winked. Just means lots and lots of practice. I'm okay with the training regimen, coach. Cody laughed and looked at the bathroom. Let me click cleaned up first and then join me in the shower. We're going to that pride rally tonight. You still okay going? I thought for a moment. Honestly, I'm a little nervous. But yeah. I'm okay. I want to really see what it's like. And I'm tired of wearing that stupid mask. Uh, Oh, and I told Gerard, by the way. You did? Cody's voice came from inside the bathroom. How'd he take it? He was shocked at first, but he told me if I didn't hit on him, we're still friends. I told him he was ugly as sin and he punched me in the shoulder. I grinned. We're cool. Good. Just relax. Don't fall asleep, Dally. No promises. I heard the bathroom door close and reached over to my phone. Looking down at the screen and flipping over to Pride Links, there were still no messages from Richter. Part of me was starting to wonder if he was even real at this point and I had simply conjured him up as a gay fever dream. Still, I had some things to say to him. Hey Richter. I don't blame you for being quiet since that night. I kind of exploded out of your room. Your words hurt me but they also made me think. You were right, you know. And I was wearing a mask. I thought you wanted to see the water polo athlete and nothing else. I figured that's what everyone liked, so I came as that. I went through our old messages and saw we barely talked about the sport. So I blew that one. Big time. But for all that, I just wanted you to know that I took my mask off. I'm not afraid of being gay. I mean, I'm a little worried about what people might think or if I could be the target of a crime or something like that but I've told my friends and I talked to that wolf I mentioned, the one on our team who came out as gay. Turns out we're going out now. He's been leading me through a lot of this gay stuff. And although I doubt I'll wear leather down a parade anytime soon, I'm not afraid of who I am anymore. I can't say I have all the answers, but I feel like I'm on the right path. I'm sorry for how I acted. If you're ever in the area again, let's have dinner at this pub I know. They have this amazing beer. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. and I hope you're well. Dal. I checked my email when I heard a familiar ping. A message on Pride Links. I opened the app and saw Richter had responded. Dal. I never meant for that night to be a lesson for you, but it sounds like it worked out well. I think we were both going to make a mistake. You were not ready and I would have been taking advantage of that. I didn't want to be a mark on someone's first gay experience. It's a shame, too, since you're awfully cute. Anyway, yeah, let's have dinner. Just make sure to bring your wool. The things I could do with two college athletes. Richter. I snorted and laughed just in time to see Cody's head pop out. He blinked. What's so funny? Not just silly things on the internet. Ready for the shower? Water's perfect Dally. Come on.
1: This was the second and final part of Unmasking Pride by Tiberius Rings and Fruits, read for you by Kai, an orca adrift in the cosmos. As always, you can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Pride, and thank you for listening the Voice of Dark.